Hello, and welcome to another Guys With Feelings mini-sode. I'm Jamin Yee. And I'm Gabe Rose. And today, we're going to have a quick conversation about masculinity, inspired by a recent documentary that we both watched on Netflix called The Mask You Live In. Stop crying. Stop with the tears. Don't cry. Pick yourself up. Stop with the emotions. Don't be a pussy. Don't let nobody disrespect you. Be cool and be kind of a dick. Always keep your mind. Nobody likes a tattletale. Bros come before hoes. Don't let you women run your life. You bitch. What a fag. Get laid. Do something. Be a man. Be a man. Grow some balls. The three most destructive words that every man receives when he's a boy is when he's told to be a man. We've constructed an idea of masculinity in the United States that doesn't give young boys a way to feel secure in their masculinity. So we make them go prove it all the time. Within their peer group culture, each of them is posturing based on how the other boys are posturing. And what they end up missing is what they each really want, which is just that closeness. So one reason we watch this documentary and why we do this podcast in general is that we think men, well definitely have some self-improvement work that we need to do together as a gender we definitely have a few issues we've got to work out um yeah i was just reading some statistics recently and um you know men are are trailing behind uh women in education men are dying by suicide at a rate of three to four times more than women um there is this tweet i read from at absurdist words that said Men are 15 times more likely to be violent as kids, responsible for 80% of all violent crimes, culpable in 99% of mass shootings. It looks like the problem might be us. Is it us? If it's us, any thoughts on why? Yeah, and, and you know, that's sort of fundamentally what this documentary was about. And um, I really liked how it framed um, the challenge and sort of talked through a number of solutions. So, um, you know, I'd say for me, my core takeaway of, of watching this, The Mask um, You Live In, was sort of A, um, sort of as those that tweet is getting at, like, we have a problem. Like, we have some real challenges that are male-specific mm-hmm. um, that we've got to get working on. And, you know, I think that premise is probably one most people would agree with, Um but not one that gets a lot of oxygen. I think we spend a lot of time rightly talking about the harm that um, a lot of like toxic masculinity or whatever you want to call it um, causes, but not a lot of time really diving into where it comes from in any depth and the pain that men are in um, and how we can sort of address and solve that pain um, and actually improve the situation. Um, And, you know, I thought like the core takeaway for me in terms of the analysis of the documentary, which, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of great analyses out there and we'll sort of continue this conversation over time. But from this documentary, they talked a lot about how male identity is formed, like from a very young age, mm-hmm. as like largely in the negative as opposed to anything that's quote unquote feminine. So um, a lot of the argument that I took away from the documentary is that from a young age, boys are told that anything that's feminine is bad and that that what masculinity is is about avoiding all of those things, and so it um, it really pushes boys and then young men and men, um, yeah, towards a sense of themselves that denies a lot of their feelings, a lot of their emotional expression in ways that um, I think a lot of us, again, because it sort of this all happened at a young age, um, are not even totally conscious of. And then there was a lot of threads running off that in terms of 
the harm and impacts that that sort of approach to boys and young men um, has over the long term. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that was the main thing I got from this documentary as well. Like we all know, you know, the, the man stereotype, right? Like you don't cry, you're strong, you're tough. Like you, you don't, yeah. Like you, you know, you don't talk about your feelings and you're not sensitive. Um, We all know that those are stereotypes. And I think as a culture, we can broadly agree like, okay, that's probably not super helpful. But I think what's great about this documentary is they kind of tease out like when you make that transition from like being a boy and, you know, where you're sensitive and open and, and you cry and you have these feelings and then you actively learn to suppress all these things and shove it down, um, they actually start to to tease out like what are the effects of that and in all different ways, right? Um, and looking at like how that can change our relationships with other men, how that can lead to extreme isolation and, you know, to, to that high suicide rate can lead to, to, you know, that emotions are repressed like that. It'll come out in the only, you know, one of the only acceptable emotions for a guy to feel is anger. And that can lead to, you know, the violence and the the mass shootings that we've been seeing. Um, And yeah, I, I thought it was really, it was really awesome to see in a documentary them like, um, not just looking at, okay, yeah, men are definitely the problem right now, but it's like, what is causing that? And what are some possible solutions? Yeah, no, I think um, that all totally resonates. Um, I mean, there's um, there a bunch of interesting threads. Maybe just have time to touch on a few of them. And then if folks mm-hmm. are interested, I think it's definitely something you'd recommend checking out on Netflix. Um, yeah, you can watch it right it away. It sounds interesting. Uh, but the, um, you know, one thing I think definitely popped for both of us was... Um, their conversation around sort of like male friendship and male intimacy. Um, like that was really interesting and something that sort of wasn't, um, uh, like is definitely not discussed that much in sort of like our overall cultural conversation. Mm -hmm. And it really touches on sort of like a lot of aspects of, of our friendship. I don't know if you wanted to share like a little bit of, of your reflections when, when you were watching that. Yeah. So in the documentary, they talk about, you know, like how as men, grow up, you know, we are, we are taught that everything that's feminine, quote unquote, you know, is bad. Things like intimacy, feelings, you know, even kind of like relationships, you know, and, and these are, these are all things that are, I would say, crucial to being a healthy human being. Um, and yeah, and it, you know, it's interesting. I, I think for me and Gabe's own friendship, you know, we've been best friends since middle school. Um, we've known each other for a long time. And, um, and yeah, and, and the documentary, like, they were kind of talking about how, like, male friendships, um, are really interesting. Like, it turned, you know, it feels like a lot of men are, are wearing this, like, emotional mask where they're, they're portraying one thing on the outside and on the inside, they're hiding back, like, their true feelings, their, you know, their authentic selves. And, we want to connect. We want to, we really want to connect, especially with each other. We want to be able to connect with other men, yeah, human beings, yeah. social species. Exactly. But like in our culture, you know, like that can be seen as gay or, or sissy or whatever. So yeah, it, it's this, it's this weird dance that men do with each other where we have to use different proxies like sports or something like to connect and to kind of feel that intimacy that we're all really longing for. Um, and yeah, yeah, they talked about like like they had this thesis, which is interesting. I never heard it before. That like drinking and drugs are a way that sort of men like lower their inhibitions and loosen up so that they can sort of be more emotionally vulnerable with each other and connect in a way that 
they want to connect but don't feel sort of allowed to um when they're like sober in normal society which i thought was really interesting yeah yeah totally and you know and and with with me and gabe's friendship you know i don't think we've ever considered ourselves quote-unquote macho guys i don't think either of us certainly no one else would consider us that (laughs) yeah and i don't think either of us are invested in in like oh we got to be tough you know we can't we can't be close you know i would have i would have said you know like 10 years ago that like oh like yeah we're, we're definitely like we don't have these issues that you know maybe they're talking about like in the documentary or whatever um but looking back now um it's clear like we did <laughs> and yeah. we've actually like made a long journey in that. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking back to like, you know, uh, around like after college. And I remember, you know, we, me and Gabe both were going through a period of time where we were kind of drifting apart from each other and we didn't know this at the time, but both of us like really wanted to connect with each other. And we both like, we wanted the other back in our lives and yet we didn't know how to communicate that we didn't know like how how to just say that um it felt too vulnerable you know it kind of felt yeah, scary it just felt too scary yeah and um and it actually took you know um uh an event like burning man to kind of like bring us back together and like when you're in a culture where this kind of open emotional expression is is modeled for you and encouraged we were able to finally like say <laughs> and talk about and express all the things that we didn't know how to and were taught not to in our normal culture. And since then, our, our friendship has been leaps and bounds different. And yeah, and yeah, and I don't know, I, I definitely resonated with when they were talking about that in in the documentary. Yeah, no, I mean, that's like something that we can sort of see a before or after for ourselves and like a huge impact that's had in our own lives, like both like clearly seen in terms of like our relationship, you and I, but also just in our, a lot of our relationships with just men and other humans yeah, um, in general. Um, and yeah, I just like, I think that part of the, the conversation for me that feels like we could improve a lot or like a, a an opinion that I feel somewhat strongly about here is I think a lot of time, this conversation gets framed in a, in a lot of different ways that may or may not resonate with folks. A lot of time, I think people can hear this and think like, oh, okay, so like men just need to be more feminine mm-hmm. or like, or gender just sucks in general and gender is a social construct anyways and gender is pointless and the idea of gender is what's hurting us. And, mm. th- you know, those are all fine opinions. Like I don't have like a strong opinion on one way or another, but I'll say like for myself, like I actually... I don't view sort of this work for myself and society at large as like making people less masculine or making myself less masculine or picking some like halfway point between like what we call sort of like, you know, macho masculinity and femininity. And then let's just go halfway between that. And that's the right place to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think, I think like part of our work is, or maybe the core of our work in my opinion is defining a new version of masculinity that is masculine that can include and should include in my opinion like traditionally masculine ideas around strength um and providing and nurturing but really bring in be more expansive and open and not be built on a rejection of things that are explicitly feminine um i think there's room and i think i think if we want a model of this honestly you can look at a lot of the ways our culture has shifted around femininity and what's appropriate for women over the last decade or two. Like, obviously, we have a lot of room to go in mm-hmm. that regard. Like, 
nobody would ever say like some of those issues are solved. But what the messaging, a lot of the messaging to women and girls that's changed over the last decade or two, and really maybe like four or five decades, like depending on how you measure it, is like you can be anything you want. Like you can be a girl, you can be feminine. Like um, there's lots of aspects of like femininity that are still like messaged around, but um, you can also be anything you want. You can be the president, you can be a scientist, you can be an astronaut, you can be a badass fucking soccer player. You know, it's like, <laughs> like I feel like young girls have had, again, well, I just want to acknowledge we have a lot of problems in our cultural messaging around girls and femininity also. But one thing that I think is going right or headed in the right direction is girls have been told like, yeah, you can be girls and lean in on a lot of things that are traditionally feminine while also exploring these things that our society has traditionally considered masculine. Right. Like it feels like there's been an opening up in that regard. And I'm just, it doesn't feel to me like we're making the equivalent message to boys. Like, I feel like there's not that same opening where it's like, yeah, you can be a guy, you can be a boy, you can be a man, but also explore the, these other profiles. I mean, you see and a talk about your movement. feelings. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can, you can measure this in some ways by like, like things like nursing, you know, like, okay. Yeah. So there's like more male nurses now that's like less weird than it was 10 years ago, but it still feels like culturally weird to us. Right. Right. But we don't think it's culturally weird for there to be a woman scientist or astronaut or whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, I think there's, I don't know. That, that was like a long rant, but like, I yeah. just, I feel like there's like a path forward here. That's not about rejecting masculinity, but about shifting it. Totally. And, and, and widening it, I would say, including yeah. m having it be more inclusive, you know? Um, and I think what's interesting about your, what you're talking about is it feels like, you know, I think it's easy for us to like just blame men like, oh, OK, men, you just need this is on your shoulders. You just need to fix this. You're fucking up. But what you're talking about was kind of cultural values we have right now. Like, you know, like it's not I think like we as a culture, men, female, like however you identify, all of us have kind of are, are part of this culture in which. There, there does seem to be defined roles and defined ways of like how a man should act and what roles are, are you know, right and you know what's too much, what's not enough, and um, and I think that is that is work for like all of us to really be doing here, um, yeah. And uh, you know, another thing I really liked about the documentary is they talked a lot about um, how men just re we really don't have those role models in place, like. To kind of actually teach us like, okay, like, let's say, you know, there are men out there who are, you know, embodying masculinity, but in a way with more heart and in a way of with not rejecting the feminine and who aren't scared of intimacy and emotions and feelings. Um, yet, where do you see that modeled for you? You know, not in movies, not in TV. Um, if you're lucky to have a maybe a, a dad who who embodies that um or a mentor or a football coach yeah, or, you know, yeah yeah and they talked a lot about like coaches and how like coach coaches can be a, that kind of that figure for a lot of men who are at a time where they're kind of confused and trying to figure themselves out and and if you have a coach who who doesn't get that then it can actually be really damaging um yeah. and i don't know like i know you know it made me actually think about gabe and i know he's um thinking a lot about parenthood these days and and it kind of made me wonder, like, you know, have you, I mean, thinking about this, have you thought at all about like how, let's say if you have a son, how would you raise him or how would you want to, you know, positively impact him? So he, <laughs> he come, becomes a more wholehearted masculine guy. 
Yeah, I, so I don't know. It's a big question. <laughs> um, I mean, I um, yeah, I think the I think the most important thing for me that I'm sort of that I feel more strongly about as I think about this more and watch and consume more like media and and thinking around this is yeah, just being really intentional around it. I think that um, a premise I accept now is just yeah because of our culture and the power of our culture, there's just a lot of programming that happens for mm-hmm. all of us that um, I think pushes us in the wrong direction on this issue. And I think that, yeah, and you think about being a mentor, being a coach or, you know, being a dad in the future. I just, for myself, I think about wanting to just really like focus on this and, and um, yeah, be really intentional about the messages I send. And also just the example I set, I think, you know, I think you and I probably, I mean, neither of us are parents yet, but our we have this, I think, shared opinion that like uh, kids like watch what we do a lot more than they listen to what yeah, we say. And so that's I think, for sure. um, yeah, just trying to, I mean, do my own like self work around this and and just build myself into sort of the most grounded, centered person I am. And I'm really interested in in continuing to explore these issues and flesh out my own opinions, and then sort of like continuing to use that exploration to um yeah to sort of think critically about myself and my life and like my what my version of masculinity is that I want to live and then I think whatever that version is that I'm living is the version that like I'm going to be teaching either um <laughs> explicitly or implicitly right. to um sort of our kids in the future whenever they come and, right. and so yeah it's like sort of the self work and future work with kids I think all sort of intertwines together totally yes Totally. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, you know, related to this, but the question that the documentary leaves you with at the end is like, what, what, what can we do to help this, to help shift and move this along in our culture, you know? And I think that answer will look a little different for every man. Um, but I know for me, like, I, I think, I think it is really important for me to, to do that inner work with myself and, 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 you know, and like, and then to model that, like, like if I believe and I do that, like, you know, being a healthy guy is being able to express your feelings and be able to, and to not be scared of that part. And, um, until, you know, have, have a healthier, um, relationship with your inner world. Um, then I want to not only be embodying that work myself, but then also maybe do things like this, like podcast about it, have conversations like this with other men, other just people in general, um, and just, yeah, just kind of, just kind of put this out there. And, and I think, yeah, that, that feels like one way I can contribute towards this space. Yeah. Yeah. I feel pretty strongly that these challenges are under discussed and under understood. Um, and I include myself in that. Like I right. really, I'm, I feel very curious to, I mean, this is obviously a big juicy topic. Yeah. Um, that I've started to like read and watch stuff on more and more over the last six to 12 months. But um, I just feel like a strong sense of curiosity to sort of like take in more perspectives around it, learn more about it. And yeah, just talk about, I think that's, I think I feel like a personal responsibility to, yeah, just put it out there a little more yeah, um, in my own life in whatever ways like feel authentic to me. And um, yeah, hopefully that many people doing that, I think can really help. I don't know, like a, I don't have a better strategy to like shift what I think is a, is a non-ideal culture. So right. we just, uh, yeah, we'll do but, what we can. Yeah. But I think it really, like you said, I think it really starts with that 
curiosity and the conversation, right? And and I yeah. do feel. I hope I'm right about this, but it does feel like our culture is at some sort of tipping point where we are finally starting to ask, okay, something is going on with our men. You know, they're causing a lot of harm and violence to others and to themselves. And now I feel like we're starting to get to that point where people are like, why is this happening? And that to me is once we start to shift awareness to the problem, then we can actually start to solve it. And I really think we're going to see that become more and more um, a part of the cultural conversation in the years to come. So, and we'll yeah. definitely do our part to our to you know whatever little humble way humble little podcast humble yeah. <laughs> little podcast to you know just do our part to to keep that conversation moving. So yeah, 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 great, awesome, cool. Well, um, if you have any thoughts on masculinity, or if you've seen the documentary and want to share, um, yeah, share any feedback, uh, shoot us an email at guyswithfeelingsshow at gmail Um, Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back in your ear holes soon with more thoughts. (laughs) Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.